Hey everyone, I know you've heard me speak about microdosing and how much I love it. And I'm talking about microdosing THC. I love it. And that's why I love our sponsor, microdose.com. Microdose gummies are incredible. They deliver perfect entry-level doses of THC that help you feel just the right amount of good. And when I mean just the right amount of good, I mean in so many situations, anxiety, sleep, focus, pain, relaxation. There are so many different strains and they're really helpful. And I have recommended microdose.com to so many people. And you know what they say to me? Thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Don't be afraid of microdosing. Go to microdose.com and you'll learn all about microdosing THC. These gummies feel amazing. They taste amazing. I have used them to get me into the zone I need to write. I've used them at night after a stressful day or a stressful show to relax. I have also said to family members, please take a gummy right now. And they've said, oh, good idea. So check it out. Check it out because they're fantastic. And I'm not like a big weed person. I mean, I used to be. And I do enjoy, I do enjoy weed every now and then, but I love, I love these gummies and I take them with me everywhere. So check it out. Don't be afraid. They're all natural. They're fantastic. And you deserve it. So what are you going to do? You're going to do something that is fantastic. You're going to get 30% off your first order. 30% off. That's a lot. Plus free shipping today at microdose.com. Use promo code Judy Gold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. It's available nationwide. They deliver it to your door. That is microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold for 30% off and free shipping. Do it. Go to microdose.com, promo code Judy Gold. You deserve it. You deserve it. And you know what else? You're welcome. Well, I don't see the point in waiting any longer. Let's bring her out. The star attraction. The one you came to see. Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only, Ms. Judy Gold. Welcome to this week's episode of Kill Me Now. I'm very excited because our guest today... Uh, lives in LA, unfortunately. And, you know, she's someone who I would like to have on the podcast, uh, maybe more than once, because she's a member of my tribe. Um, And she's funny, and interesting. And she's here today in New York City. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, the one, the only Erin Foley! Aaron, I'm so glad you're in town. Why are you in town, by the way? Um, I'm dating a lady on the really and the one in the one forties. Really, she has she's 140 years old. Wow, how's her vagina? Still intact. Wow, fuck this goddamn (laughs) life. Wait, I forgot my Jubel. Hold on. Sorry, everyone, getting it out. Fuck, goddamn. I can't wait to see this. Oh fuck. 
The mic, everyone, I'm just letting you know, um, the mic is fucked up. It keeps falling. There's my jupe. <laughs> it has floss on it. Okay. Okay, I carry floss a with me. A 28-foot piece of floss just fell out of your bag. Uh, I wish we had a video camera. All right, so um, this is our Jew Bell. Okay. I don't know if you've ever heard the podcast. Anything remotely Jewish gets a ring. Oh, my God, that's amazing. What's your girlfriend's name? <laughs> there you go. Stein. Is it really? No. Oh, I hate you. You're such a fucking liar. Wait, so you have a girlfriend yes. in New York, so now you're traveling. Is she coming to you as well? Yes, we're going back and forth, but any excuse to come back to New York to do shows and just to be in New York right, and out of right. LA is dreamy. And then uh, we started dating in February, so being, uh, Where'd you coming meet back her? more. I, uh, I've known her for 16 years, and 14 years ago, in true lesbian fashion, we dated for three months. Really? We always stayed in touch. I've been obsessed with her for a very long time. Really? Did I, she know that? Who broke up with who after the three months? Well, I I did, but it was just uh, right after my first girlfriend ever. Yeah. And then you just need to let. Oh, right, right, right. Can I swear on this podcast? Uh, wait. Fuck all Would I Manhattan. have a podcast where you I can't know. swear? I said that no. just because yeah. uh, you're. Wait, so. All right. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. Well, no, no you... I was just going to say like, yeah, so it's uh, I'm obsessed with her and uh, I convinced her to date me again. Wow. Yep. And what does she do? Uh, she's an acupuncturist. Oh, that's great. I know. And I have a shitty back. I got to lock oh this down, Oh, my God. Judy. This is fucking awesome. I got to lock this down. Does she have a big apartment in the 140s? She has a really nice apartment. I know. Yeah. It's nice up there. Yeah. And she got into like, uh, it was like a hard building. She just kind of, it all worked out. How old out. is she? Age appropriate, 40. Wow. Yes. That's, that's only what you say when you after you turn 40. Right. You use the word age appropriate. Really? Yeah. You don't do that when you're like... When you're younger, you're like, oh, I don't even, I didn't even ask. Right. Yeah. Then you hit an age, and you're like, how so old fucking are you? old. Um, Aaron, <laughs> we uh, we got in the elevator um, together, and we're both very. I mean, you know, my show's called Kill Me Now because <laughs> I I can't deal. I okay. mean, I'm really at the point. I just can't fucking deal with him anymore. Like, I don't understand. Like. okay I don't even want to talk about him but I'm just letting you know he is a horrible person I tweeted that last night like I don't care what your political leanings are he is a disgusting excuse for a human being don't you hate this when people go when I go on my dump truck tirades and they go well you know be careful what you wish for because Pence is terrible and I go not as terrible as the dump truck right like don't Uh, don't Pence is disgusting and he does hate the gays and he's a fucking mental patient gay closeted gay 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 but, but he's not. He's not dump he, truck. Right. He's not the, the most like literally the definition of a garbage person. Right. He's a fucking asshole. Anyway, Aaron Foley, you have appeared on Conan, Comedy Central presents Curb. You have albums. You were in the movie uh, Almost Famous. You're and you're very into sports. Don't you have a sports thing? Sports without balls podcast. Yes, sports without balls. How come yes. I'm never on that? Uh, well, I recorded in LA, so oh, when I can get you, I'll get you. Okay. You're very, and you're what elusive. do you do? You know, my son, my younger son, will be playing Division One basketball. No way. Yes, yes. He Wait will for be. what college? We don't know yet. He's getting a lot of offers. Mm, oh my god, my that's son. so exciting! My oh my god, it's so great. I it's so fucking. I want to have both he, of you on the podcast. Oh my god, and my other son, Henry, um, is. Uh, <laughs> You know, he's Mr. Fucking Sports. Like yeah. that, they are. I want them to have a podcast, a sports yeah. podcast, because they're fucking, all they do is fight uh, about sports. What all are right. their, what's the age difference? Five. Five years? Yeah. Okay. I remember you at, um, 
What was the one uh, again at the uh, the Upper East Forever? Uh, what's Is that it comedy a comedy club? club? Uh, comic strip? Comic strip. Yeah. I remember, uh, you, I think you were, I don't, wait. Was I preggy? You were preggy. Yeah. Wait, that was, was Ben. That, that was Ben. ben. Yeah. <laughs> and you did, uh, you just kept going, like, literally you had the audience really believing that your water was going to break. Oh, second, yeah, I did that. It was the funniest <laughs> thing ever. Um, what about, oh, I know, I kept, I, yeah. the last few weeks, that's, I kept, you know, Acting like, oh my god! Yeah, because I you got me like the. I was like, oh god! And then I was like, one time I poured water on the floor too. (laughs) (laughs) I think at Caroline's. Oh my god, that's awesome! Um, I love freaking people out. All right, so Aaron, I do research on all my guests, and Mm -hmm. I can't. Where the fuck did you grow up? I grew up in New York and then Rhode Island. Ew! Where in New York? You just said ew to like the greatest two states ever. All right. All right, Rhode Island. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, dad's from Brooklyn. Mom's from Long Island. Okay. They met in New York City. Where in Long Island? Uh, Oyster Bay. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Billy Joel. Go ahead. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, so I was born in Hampton Bays. I don't say Southampton because then people think I'm right. And uh, uh, then... Uh, and did you go to school? Like, how no, old were you when you moved left to... Left at four. Why'd you move to Rhode Island? Uh... Uh, we lived in Connecticut for a little while. Dad was in sales, then moved to Rhode Island for uh, like a, he got transferred. What did he sell? He had a midlife crisis. Uh, paper. That's why he was a big drinker. No way. He sold paper. I'd be hammered if I was selling paper. He sold, so he could have been on the office, pretty much. Wow. Yep. Boise and did Cascade. You, do you remember that? What that Is company, it? Boise Cascade? Yes. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. He worked for Boise Cascade. Wow. How boring. Um. Did uh, your mother work? Yeah, she's a public school teacher. Oh, what'd I she know. teach? Uh, she taught English, and then she did a lot of, uh, uh, what do you call it when people have learning disabilities? Uh, like special ed. She oh, did right, a lot right. of special ed, and then English. What grade? Uh, elementary school. So, Catholic school. Ew. I know. Did you go to Catholic no, school? No, thank God. My dad got tossed out of Catholic school like four times, so right. they, they decided no Catholic school. Right. But we, we, we were raised Catholic, but no Catholic school. Did uh, Do you have any siblings? Twin sister, older sister. You have a twin sister? Who I've seen I think you I perform knew that. so many times. Your twin sister and your older sister? Yeah. Yep. Really? They all, we all lived in Manhattan forever. And then my twin moved out to LA about five years ago. Why? Uh, Is she straight, your twin? She's straight. Yeah. yeah. She's a public, uh, she works in the public health department of Wow. LA. Yeah. They're both brilliantly smart. Well, there's <laughs> doctors there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then what about your older sister? Uh, she's a professor of literature at Baylor University. Wow. So <laughs> I, I actually don't think you can ring the bell for Waco, Texas, Jewish. Yeah, but you know. All right. I just meant professor. All right. Yeah. So <laughs> it's that lack of diversity. Is so disgusting. three girls. Yep. Wow. They have five masters and a doctorate between them. And I'm in a, a sound booth with you. That's okay. Winning. Do you have to make me feel like <laughs> shit? Okay. And we're doing a, po- a podcast in a closet. Oh, there's my happen. phone. Okay. We only pick it up. Where is my phone? You girl. We only pick it up for my kids. I don't even know where my phone is to turn it. Oh my goodness, we're going to make it after all. Where the fuck is my phone? God damn it. It's coming through the computer. Well, it's coming through the mic. Where the fuck, you fucking cunt? We're cutting, uh, we're going to be <laughs> editing this part out. Where the fuck is my fucking phone? Wait, do you want me to call your phone? Yeah, let's call my, 
second. Wait. Stupid menopause. This Wait. is because of menopause. All right, we're calling my phone. I'm I'm pausing. I'm pausing. All right. Go. Okay. Oh, there's Henry calling. How? We only take calls from my sons. Hi, and you're on my podcast. What's going on? We got in a big fight with the, one of the administrators at IU yesterday at the vigil. Why? Because this was outside the auditorium at the fountain, and there was, there was a candle lighting, his family's crying, and Monty Python spans spam, spam, spam a lot. And the song is, it's about how the main character in Spamalot isn't dead yet. And the lyrics are, I'm not yet dead, I'm not yet dead. And meanwhile, everyone's doing the candle lighting for this kid who died. So... Wait, why did a song come on? Because it was outside the auditorium. The auditorium is, has spam a lot coming. Oh. Yeah, it was not good. So what did you do? So I was going to go over there and cut the wires to the speaker, and then he told me if I do that, I'm going to get arrested. So I didn't do it, but then I started cursing at him. Oh, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> yeah. All right. What else? Nothing. How's the podcast? It's Who's your good. Guest? Aaron Foley's on. I love basketball. Uh, Are you? Is he no? That Indiana this isn't University? the basketball one. This is the one who's baseball. Listen, she. Uh, Aaron has a podca- uh, a sports podca- podcast because she's a uh-huh. fucking sports mental case like you. Yeah. So she's gonna have you guys on. What is it? She like the Yankees? Yes. Really? Die hard. Die hard. Uh huh. <laughs> Is he a Mets fan? No, he's a Yankees fan. All right. I didn't hear his, I didn't hear his enthusiasm in his voice. I know. What else? Um, ask her if, if she's a real Yankee fan. She could name all the retired single-digit numbers, one to nine. Oh, Jesus Christ. Jeter, Barra, Mantle, um, uh, uh, Maris, uh, DiMaggio... Uh, Barra, I already said that one. Uh, how many did I get? How many did she get? Six. Um, huh? You're missing number one and number six. Well, wasn't six Yogi Barra? Was he nine? Uh, Eight was Yogi Barra. Eight was Yogi Barra. Uh, um, um. Okay, this is my podcast. Wait, uh, wait, give me the initials for number one. One and six are both managers. Oh, Whitey Herzog? No. Um, um, Billy Martin? Yeah, Billy Martin's number one. Wait, who's number nine? He's another manager? No, no, number six is a manager. Number nine is, uh, number nine, I think, is uh, Whitey Ford. Whitey Ford. What did I say? Whitey Herzog? That was close. All right. Yeah. Herzog's a Jewish name. That was, that was pretty good, though. That was good, right, Hen? Yeah, number six is Joe Torre. Oh, I didn't know they retired Joe Torre. I didn't know yeah, they, they I didn't know Joe that. Torrey. Okay. I need to retire. You know, Bernie Williams and I have the same birthday, September 13th. Wow. Really? You guys look alike, too. Yeah. Um, 11 days later. Yeah. All right. Um, we would be friends. Yeah, you'd be friends with him. All right. Smell ya. All right. Um, all right bye. I love you. You too. Bye. Bye. Okay. That was a call from Henry <laughs> Callahan Gold. Okay. <laughs> Hey everyone, you know what I just did? I tore, I poured, and I enjoyed a packet of Liquid IV. Because I love Liquid IV. Liquid IV is a major part of my life. And I just worked out with my trainer. 
And I had a delicious lemon ginger liquid IV. That one has a little extra. That has a little green tea in it. And so that's a little caffeinated. So I enjoy that because I needed it today. And you know, it's getting warmer out. And what does that mean? Summer. Oh God, please come. It can't come soon enough. And that means you have to hydrate. And that's what liquid IV does. It hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. And it has three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink, plus eight vitamins and nutrients in one little stick. And that's why Liquid IV is the number one powered hydration brand in America. Okay? And I love it. I use it every day. Ben's basketball team uses it. It is a science-backed formula that works. It keeps you hydrated. And they have sugar-free. They have sugar-free packets in white peach, green grape, raspberry melon, and lemon lime. Okay? I didn't do the sugar-free. Okay. But Elisa does the sugar-free. So what are you going to do? You're going to stay hydrated because it's very, very important. And Liquid IV has been a longtime sponsor, and I love them. And they are a quality product. And this is what you're going to do. You're going to turn your ordinary, ordinary, can't speak, turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code JudyGold at checkout. That's J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code JudyGold, J-U-D-Y-G-O-L-D, can't even say my name, at liquidiv.com. Got it? You're welcome. So let's go back to your life. Oh, God damn this fucking mic. So you have two old, two, uh, twin? Yeah. Are you like extra close to your twin because you're twins? We, we live in, in the same apartment and we laugh about it. Wow. It just Do was like this weird same? life moment where she was living in LA and then I broke up with my girlfriend and I had like this awesome two bedroom and her building was like six blocks away and it went to a co-op. So I moved her in and then we're like... So and she's like, going to move in with her boyfriend. I'm going to move in with my girlfriend. But the, but oh, like, you are? You find yourself in your 40s living right. with your twin sister. And I we have three that. cats. And that, people are like, what happened? That's a that's a sitcom. But since you're a woman, it won't happen. So <laughs> um, so it, are you identical? No, fraternal. Yeah. Really? But what does she awesome. look like? Uh, like, blonde, like dirty blonde curly hair. Wow. Yeah. So she's Jewish. All right. Yep. So... Um, <laughs> Okay, so you grew up mostly in Rhode Island. Where in Rhode Island? Uh, South Kingston, Rhode Island. And what were you popular in school? We, uh, you know, I'm obsessed with people's childhood. So oh, you are? Yeah, obsessed. Oh, because that's that's what makes you. Yeah, you know who you are. Um, were um, you popular? I was an insane uh, athlete. Uh, athlete. Uh, yeah, I was. I was popular. I was. Popular. You were. Yeah, which Got is along un- with everybody, which is a, unusual for a comedian. Yeah, I you know honestly, like you had a good childhood. Like I had a great childhood. Like no, I mean not no like, divorce, not perfect. No, no divorce. I mean, dad drinking that right. was that was the that was the black spot. Right, but, like but how also, bad was the drinking? Well, we call him. I call him the world's nicest alcoholic. Really? So there was no booze in the house. Right. But you know, you sort of. I sort of knew it by age twelve or thirteen. Like, oh, this is this is not this isn't good. What? So like that was that. Wait, was, there was no booze, but he drank anyway. 
No, but I mean, like, I didn't see him hammered in oh, the house. Right, like, right, some right. people have, like, you know, right. like, they're drinking in the house, but there was no drinking in the house. Right. And he, he would just come home drunk? He'd come home hammered. But not, like, a lot. He They hit like it. Like slurring? Yo, yeah, like slurring. Yeah. But, like, lovey sur- slurring. Like, I love you, Oh, my God. You did, like, the best impression of Dick Foley. Yeah. No, it's like Irish Catholic, like you, the the crazy thing is, which totally affects you, I think your whole life, well, it did me, like, you know, you have, like, you know, families that just like talk it out. Right, right. Right. There was no talking. Right. Because you're Catholic. No fucking talking. Did you go to church a lot? Every Sunday. Oh, uh, wow. Yeah. And that, I think, I think that's like the biggest hurdle, like, especially Lesbos. Yeah. I've dated so many Lesbos that are like, let's talk it out. I'm like, what? No, Oh, I know. It's so fucking annoying. I know. It's so annoying. I know. I'm the same way. It's just like, shut the fuck up. It's done. Didn't we already talk about this like eight years ago? Uh, (coughs) Okay. really polite sleazes. I I hate them. Okay. So, sleazes. So, um, so you, was your sister popular too? It was it like, oh my God, the Foley twins. They're so cool. She was really quiet. I think she was just very well. Were you liked, smart? But she was, yeah, we were all smart. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it was just different. We were all so different. But, like, were you happy? Like, Tara was insanely smart. And That's she was, the older one. Yeah, she was a senior. We were a freshman. Right. Um, and she was super bossy. And we and we right. were just like, please get away from us. I right. mean, she's great. But, you know, older sister. Right. And then Megan was just quiet. Like, not a lot of people knew her. Right. But she's like the greatest human ever. So you have no complaints about your childhood. Well, I don't know. I I don't look back. I always look back and think fondly, f- super fondly. Wow. Yeah. Ugh. <laughs> now, I mean, I don't. But uh, what about? Did you go any bar bat mitzvahs when you were growing up? That was the thing. It was the the no Jews. No, like the lack of diversity was yeah. like frightening. Really? Because then you don't you don't really like. I don't know. We were in and out of New York City, so it wasn't right. like we were like sheltered. Right. And my dad grew up in Brooklyn, like you know. They, right. And so Manhattan was such a big part of our lives. Right. And then Tara went to Manhattan when she was seventeen. She went to NYU. She was like, "Give me the fuck out of here." All right. Um, but my upbringing was kind of like Catholic, white, conservative. Wow. And so the gay stuff was. I think I would have been so, gay so much sooner. If right. Support. Well, you were gay. You I mean was, you were going to be out? Yes. Okay. Um, so then you went to Dickinson College. I went to Dickinson College. Uh, Super white. Really? Mm-hmm. And did you I played play basketball? Oh, you did? Yep. You played you played was is that D one? No, it's just D three. Okay. But in in high school were you like Aaron Foley? What did you play what's what well, position did you play? Well, I was I was guard. I was point guard or two guard. Right. Yeah. But our team, like Dickinson, I went on like a kind of backdoor academic scholarship. Right. Um well, I went on an academic scholarship, but like backdoor sports scholarship for right. D three. I I had D two offers, but I would be like sitting on the bench. I'm like, where am right. I going? I'm not going pro. Yeah, like I just want to pick a college where I can play at. That <clears> is <throat> not my whole life because my whole life was sports. Right. Um, but then our coach thought she was Pat Summit, and it was oh like, god, she was I can't the worst. She was the worst. Like just screaming and screaming. like screaming. We'd have shin splints. She'd be like, get on the court she, with like buckets of ice. Oh we're my like, god, was she a lesbo? We're terrible. Oh yeah, she was totally a lesbo. Don't you closeted? Think, yeah, don't you think Pat Summit was a lesbo? I how could she not have been a lesbo? I know, but she did have that husband. But then she they had got the divorced. husband. They got divorced, and the son. And then the son. The scandal with the son was crazy. Yeah, but whatever. Um, I think that's why she died early. She had dementia. I know, but I think. I don't think she could have. She could have never handled that. 
I think she died before. Oh, okay. She knew. She went to a psychic. She went to a psychic. And they're like, oh, shit's going to happen with the sun. She's yeah. like, uh, take my memories away. Yeah. That's exactly boom. what happened. <laughs> okay. So you take an improv class in college. Take an improv class in college. How do you know Wait, this did shit? you did you have any lesbo activity in high school? No. Or college. What? I know. That's Judy, horrible. I had no idea I was gay. Yeah. It's insane. But did you have straight? Yeah, it was I I was I had boyfriends. And did you like short term? Okay. When when you were at Dickinson Dickinson College and you were dating men or boys. I never really had like a real Did you have did you have sex? Once. I shagged this dude that did not go to Dickinson. Okay. And did you like it? No, twice. Twice, one to get it over with, right? Right, because you have to, you have to do. Because I just like yeah. was like he was my neighbor. I'm like, let's right. just bang and get it over right. with. Right, had really no interest. Right, and then I like this other dude. He was super cute. It was a pattern of oh, I like him, I like him, I like him. He likes me, I don't like him. Right, <laughs> like I had no. I for eight years when I. Where had, did you grow up? You grew up in the city? No, in New Jersey. Oh, okay, uh, when I had any relations with the male, yeah. Um, gender it was like the most uncomfortable like i had no i hated it i felt like i was being you know molested i hated it so much but did you know you were gay the whole time oh yeah oh okay i mean i knew yeah but it's like i was this is like the 70s and 80s like i'm just like you can't it was horrible yeah but but i did did it you guys sneak into the city and like make out with chicks no, uh, no. Um, I snuck in the city and started doing stand-up, but not making out with chicks. But I did feel like, you know, it's just, I feel like my generation, we all tried to have sex with the opposite sex because yeah. it was so horrible to be a lesbo. Yeah. You know, like that you had to at least, it's not like heterosexuals try sex with the homos. I know. You know, it's just fucking ridiculous. All right, so you do improv. It, yeah. Now you take an improv. What your major was? Uh, American studies. Okay. So I wanted to teach. Like I've, I wanted like your to be. Mother. A, yeah, uh, and my sister. Right. Uh, yeah. So I was. I I had hurt my back uh, playing basketball. Couldn't play basketball. Right. And they're like, "You're funny. Take an improv class." I was like, "Fuck off!" And right. then uh, someone signed me up for an improv like audition to be in a troupe. Who signed you up? My friend Tish. Lesbian? All right, Peyton. No, I'm kidding. She's still alive. Uh, uh, sh- uh, no, straight. Oh, okay. Straight lady. Just got married. Um, wasn't invited to the wedding. Anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> Fuck you, Tish. Didn't want to go. Uh, uh, so then I go, and I was like, ugh. I just went. Right. And then I got into the troupe. And you loved it. And I loved it, but it was also terrifying. Improv is like terrifying. Improv, I find that to be scary. Plus, you have to. I could. I'm so bad at because it it's yeah. like you have to say yes to everything. Yeah. Like if someone says, "Oh wow, we're in a park and it's raining," and I, you know, you like, can you imagine? Would be you'd be like, "Go fuck yourself." Yeah. It's not raining. No, it's not fucking raining, and we're not in a park, you <laughs> asshole. You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. 
tap the banner to go to monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Okay, so you yeah. graduate Dick and Sin. Graduate from the Dick. And then you move to New York? I moved to Sun Valley, Idaho for nine months. Why? Because uh, I knew I was going to move to New York City. I'd have a dollar and never leave. Right. And my friends were extremely wealthy. And one of them was like, I want to go cross country and then live in Idaho. And I was like, all right. So we just got in the car and we like camped. We just, I just was like, I want to go on like an adventure. So then we went. So you weren't working. During... I was just waiting tables. Okay. Yeah, no, I, I just, wherever we landed, it took us like two weeks. Then yeah. I just was working at a bar and then I got. Like you just yeah. walk in and say, can I have a job? Yeah. And then how long would you work at the job? Well, I worked at the job for like nine months. But then we would in travel. In Idaho. In Idaho. Yeah. At the ski resort. At the bar at the ski resort. Was it fun? Oh, my God. It was like time of my life. It was awesome. Wow. It was so fun. And what were your parents thinking? Erin, uh, I really need you to settle down. They have they uh, had Not that they no, were Jewish. The good thing is like Megan and Tara were so responsible that they were like, whatever. They, really? Yeah. I don't think they, like they were, I was just sort of like this- Lost, free spirit cause but they yeah. were like i was like i'm moving to idaho and they're like okay you know wow. what i mean like, they were really supportive of like do whatever so you then come back to new york come back to new york then i was like all right i'll try the improv before i get ma- enroll in master's degree uh what were you gonna get a master's in, in american, american studies. studies i was like obsessed yeah uh and then get into this i go to this audition with a uh my sister's business resume that I that I just cut and I didn't know what headshot and resume meant right no <laughs> go ahead and uh with a passport photo stapled onto the business resume I I mean I had no background you just t- took your sister's resume I took my sister's resume put my name on it right and and stapled and your a, pa- a passport photo on it and showed up at the audition for an improv troupe your sister's business, business resume okay <laughs> that is so it's basically like worked at jp morgan chase it yeah it was like jobs that she had putting herself through nyu she'd have to leave nyu for a semester and go work in like literally wall street random okay, crap that is fucking so you yeah so what happened so she was like you the, so you hand i is, hand this woman this, you know, I was like, oh, I said, oh, I just moved here. And I just was kind of, tra- you know, I was yeah. like, I don't really, exa-, you know, and she was like, she just started laughing. She goes, honestly, this is, she was like, this is great. Just like get in line or whatever. And then we just in- did improv and I got into the troupe and it was What was at- the name of the troupe? I have no clue. That's great. I can't remember. Yeah. I blocked it out. Uh, and we performed at New York Comedy Club at 630. And we had to bring like 85 people. I mean, the whole thing was such a racket. Right. Oh, yeah. I mean? It's like bring people and yeah. we'll take the money. Yeah. yeah. But that's the first time I saw stand-up comedy. I would So just, you had never... No. I, I had no interest in any of this. Right. Yeah. But we would perform at 630, perform in quotes. I mean, right. it, was a, it was a shit show. Right. But then the stand-up would start at 8 and I'd be like, what's stand-up? And I would just sit in the back and watch. And who would you watch at these clubs? That that club I don't really remember because right. I was like, well, this is kind of bad. Right. But then I love that club now. Yeah, and I yeah. and I'm yeah, I'm doing my I haven't I haven't been there I haven't I haven't probably been there in ten years at least. Really? Yeah. I'm doing the East Village location on Saturday. Oh, I'm doing oh, it's so good. Yeah, I'm excited. I'm doing that tonight after that Ms. Foundation thing. Oh yeah, fun. 
Yeah, go ahead. Um, well, then this is where you come in. Oh God. Then I decided I'm gonna I'm gonna maybe have it. Like I was like, this is really cool. Like you can just say whatever you want. You have to deal with like eight other people, right? So then I started going to comedy clubs and watching people, and that's when I first saw you, and I was obsessed. Really? Oh my God! It was I would follow you around and Jim Gaffigan. Oh yeah, he you know he used to open for me. I don't know if you knew that. No way. Yes. Well, years maybe and that's years ago. Maybe that's where I saw yeah. him. <laughs> look at and him I've... and look at me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go ahead. Yeah, I was obsessed with you, uh, oh, and you. so I'd follow you around the city. I saw right. you so many like at Caroline's, and then when I started. We did a lot of those like Andy Engel, new talent. Oh, yeah, and yeah, Gotham, yeah. new talent. And so you would close out so many of right. those shows. Andy Engel, sorry. And, <laughs> and, uh, and so then I, and then, you know, they sort of knew me. So I would go into the back of Caroline's and watch you and Jim Gaffigan at Gotham and at Caroline's. And then I remember w- being obsessed with Brian Regan when he came in. Yeah, he's good. I'm still to this day obsessed yeah. with him. Um, but yeah, the, and the, yeah. So when everyone always asks me, like, "Oh, who's your favorite comedians?" I say Wanda Sex and Judy Gold. Oh, I love you. I read one interview and they wrote Julie Gold, and I wanted to fucking kill them. Bar. Um, Can so, I tell them the story of the first time I met you? Yeah. All right. First time you met me. So this is the very like I started doing comedy, then I would stop, and I'd start, right. and I stop. So. This was like towards the very end of... Were you funny in the beginning? I don't think so. Okay. Um, like a little bit. I could see the potential, but right. I was like... And so I'd start and stop, start and stop. Uh, and then at the same time, I was like, am I gay? I mean, I was drinking the whole... My 20s was like literally sponsored by Tango. Right. Uh, and so Ugh. I think it was the very closing days. Like maybe it was the one and only time I'd been to Catch a Rising Star. Oh, wow. Uh, it was like late 90s, I guess. Right. No, no. Mid 90s. Mid 90s. Because I started probably like 97 and then right. I stopped. So it right. was like one of the only shows I right. did. And it was myself, oh, Karen yeah. Berger. You're, you mean the, I the know old, which one. I don't know. There's no, one the, on first, but then I, I think you're thinking of the one that was in Chelsea. Go ahead. Maybe it was, I yeah. don't remember. It was myself, I think maybe Marion Grodin and, and Karen Bergreen. Yeah. <laughs> you, um, Joy Behar. No, not Jewish, but. All right. Adjacent. And uh, uh, Susie Essman. Yeah. And uh, we're sitting in the green room, right? And uh, Susie Essman was there. Joy Bear was there. Oh. Uh, and we're talking and, uh, you know, they're, you know, it was like, just like, I was like, I can't believe I'm meeting all these people. But I was right. just like, and, but I, like, Trying I was like, act. just waiting, yeah. just waiting for you to come in. And uh, so I was like, oh my God, I'm going to finally meet Judy Gold. Oh God, what did I do? You're going to fucking die. All right. So we're in the green room and uh, you come in and I, I, I almost like gasped and you walk in. You don't acknowledge any of us. You walk in and you look at the lineup on the wall and you go, "I'm fucking last. I could have, I could have got a, the, the babysitter to, to come two hours later." <laughs> and you walk right out. And I was like, <laughs> "I will never forget that. I'm fucking last. I could have got the goddamn babysitter to come two because... hours later." <laughs> but then I was nice to you. Yeah, no, you you were you were nice, and then you know I hate they since, always yeah. put me on last. Yeah, which. And like, especially at that time when I had fucking kids yeah. and yeah, I was a single yeah. parent and yeah. it was like, fuck, because that yeah. that would eat all my money up. Yeah. Like the two that yeah. two hours is probably what I was paying, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That was Great. the first time I met you. That's fantastic. <laughs> I hate you. Um, so when you got on stage, you did not talk about being gay. 
I didn't talk about being gay the first seven years I did stand up. Right. Because I literally had, I, I knew it, but I, I had, you know, you you have no confidence in the beginning. You're just trying to well, like. Also, unless you have material about it. Like I, yeah. people were like, like I had no, I was in a relationship. I had no material. I, yeah. First of all, we both have that same idea that we want to be comedians who happen to be gay Ugh, and yeah. not gay comedians. It so, drives me, it literally drives me insane. I know. It's, it's unfucking believable. Yeah. So you have done your your career has gone in many different directions, don't yeah. you think? Yeah, like the because I was I the 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 hard part is like uh, the whole acting world, right? I have no. Did interest. you take? I never had any interest. Did you take any acting classes? I took like some. Yeah, I took I took an acting class, and what I liked about it was watching people act and learning all these new plays because right. I'd never had like a right. drama class ever. Right. So to me, it was like about the writing, which I'm ten a hundred times more interested in than acting. I just right. don't want to do it. I never wanted to do it. Right. But they throw you into right, it right, when right. you're because no one makes money on stand up. Right. So it was kind of like this thing, and you're like, I have no, I have no, in- still to this day, no interest. Now I've really? stopped. I've stopped completely. So you do your podcast and your stand up. Podcast, stand up, and, and write. Don't forget to tune in next week to Just Kill Me Now. Um, or, it's Just Kill Me. Oh. Don't forget to turn uh, for part two on Just Kill Me. No, it's not. It's <laughs> just, just Kill Me. Now. No, no, Judy no. Gold's Just it's Kill Me. Just, just, just Kill Me Now. <laughs> Say goodbye your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.